0: If you're listening to this, the queen is dead. Yes. Oh, my God. Probably, right? I, that's literally, <laughs> I woke up this morning and Sophie was like, hey, what's up? The queen died. And I said, just now? But she's not dead as of this recording. <laughs> as of recording, she the official narrative right. is that she's not dead. Uh, whether you believe that or not, you know. Whether you believe that she's been alive for the last, like, six months or not right i mean for me she's been dead you're for like months, the queen's yeah. been dead to me for a long time <laughs> yeah. that bitch has been dead to me for <laughs> years okay she knows what she did <laughs> um but yeah i do think she's been dead for months cool like we should we should dive into that for a patreon that's a good one. Oh, we, we that's haven't a good done, one we haven't done british royal british secrets. stuff yeah, so that's good. Um, and by the way, uh, you were listening to FOH. I'm Lillian Devane. I'm Kelly Sullivan. And it's a service industry podcast that meets all of your needs and Maslow's hierarchy mm-hmm. of. Yeah, that's so true. We uh, feed you. Know, you. We, <laughs> mother. Whatever. Yeah, we are mother. Whatever young people talk about. I think they talk about Maslow's hierarchy of needs and <laughs> the movie Mother. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that's what it is. Um, how are we, Kelly? What's happening? Um, beautiful. As I told Elaine, before we started recording, it's been very gross weather in New York for the past couple days, but today, well, technically I haven't left the house yet, but it looks just gorgeous out. I believe you. I'm, I'm happy for you. That's changing. Thank you. Thank you. How are you? I am fine. Yeah, I'm good. Um, falls just around the corner. It's you know? just around the corner. Schools back. I can't wait to get my pencil sharpened and my apples polished, you know. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I loyal loyal listeners of this podcast know I went apple picking last year and it was one of the highlights of my life, so maybe I'll it's do that hard. again this year. Definitely. I mean, yeah. I think it's I think it's going to be a good fall. I got a good feeling. I think we're both going to thrive and mm-hmm. um and to listeners you know the summer of summer programming whatever that meant to you and whatever that means to us is over and we're back to the sharp and fucking folk laser focused podcast that you fell in love with you know we're absolutely back. Yeah. and um in our time my favorite podcast that I'm not the host of is yes. also back in Great. a week so We don't like to take breaks. We just like to give you subpar content for months. I think that that is a a winning strategy that you can The thing is, is I think it teaches you, I was just talking to my GM about this, that I was like, everyone needs to relax. It's just August. Cause I, like a lot of the staff was being like, I don't know, just being little bitches. And I was like, everyone needs to relax. It's just August. Like I was like, it's going to be busy in two weeks and everyone will have money again. Just like be chill. Yeah. And she was like, Oh yeah. She's like, the thing is, is she was like, it's a lot of people's like first restaurant job. So she's like, they just like, don't know about the rhythms of Mm, the night of the rhythms of the night. (laughs) Exactly. And I think this podcast actually reflects that kind of flow Mm. when you're in front of house, like you still work there, but you just don't make any money. Right. You're still, right. like, your time, it still absorbs a lot of your time, <laughs> but, like, the reward yeah. is is reduced. And that's intentional on mm-hmm. our part. I agree with you. Um, should we do some Servicio stories? Yes, let What order shall we proceed? Um, why don't you go first, and then I'll tell mine, which is small, and then I'll read. Okay, great. Yeah. We have a listener submission. Um, well, um, my work is going fine. Um, there's a lot of like sweethearts I've fallen in love with the weirdos of this, of the restaurant industry. You know, I forgot, like, forgot the kind of people that restaurants welcome in, you know? Yes. Yes. And I love them and I haven't, I haven't been around them for so long. And so it's really, really nice to be like, you are such a fucking freak. I'm obsessed with you. Like, it's just, it's, it's really, I love us. Um, So that's been nice. Also, somebody got fired. There was mild drama. I'll save that for another. Yeah. Big, big, I haven't gotten the full scoop. So I'm saving it until next week. Um, Very dramatic, <clears throat> but my service story uh, is a, uh, based on my service experience this week. So I was having an emotional, uh, I was feeling weird. And then I was like, Oh wait, it's like almost the one year anniversary of me leaving New York, which isn't that big of a deal, but it's just like, uh, I don't know. It's like a thing. So anyways, of course. And I was, I don't know, just like hormonal or something. So um, nobody could hang out. And I also have like one friend. So that's kind of (laughs) like nobody won. (laughs) It happens pretty frequently. Um, And so I was like, you know what? I don't, it's so beautiful. I'm just going to take myself out for like a drink and a snack. Just, I've never done that really here. Cause I have to get on a bus and do that. So whatever. Anyways, I did that. I went to a little bar that I know has like, they have natural wine and snacks. I got like deviled eggs and a glass of wine. And there was like a, this, uh, younger guy bartender who like the place is like, should be way better than it is as far as like, like it's very chaotic in there, but they have great. Products. But, anyways, um, he was a sweetheart, and like the staff was like uh, trying to talk to me, but like kind of overdoing it in some areas and just kind of awkward. And but it was all very sweet. And then I was just the only person at the bar the entire night by myself in a black turtleneck, you know, very mysterious. So, and um, but at the end, I was like, I had a martini and I was feeling cheeky, and I was like, I need to like make. I need to entertain myself. And I I was like, Hey, can I bother you for a second to like the guy? And I was like, so sorry, but I'm a very superstitious person. And, um, (laughs) as a two olives is actually bad luck. Would you mind terribly just grabbing me a third from, from back there? Can I just have a third olive? And he was like, "Do do you, do you want me to take, T- take the skewer out of I was like, hey, you can touch it that's okay you can just take it and touch it and put him back in there and then he like I watch him like go over like he puts it back in there and he goes over to the other bartender also I don't really give a fuck but it is bad luck but I was just like this is something interesting to have an interaction over right entertain myself and then he comes back over immediately and he's just like like are you from here and I was like I knew that this was gonna be this I just, is going to get the lips a flash. This is going to get all the fucking, everyone's going to be like, who's the mystery woman who has a superstition about olives, you know? And I was like, <laughs> no, no, I'm not from Eugene, Oregon, as you might have guessed, from um, my style and etiquette. But anyways, it was very funny. And then he was completely entranced and intrigued, obviously, which was the whole point. And um, then I went home, you know, at like 10 p.m. on the bus and it was a great night. So. Anyways, I still got it. Can strike a combo. I can, you know, Come get on. a little get a little attention. It, you know, it was it was a nice moment for all of us involved. I think that they also had a good time. So of know. course, I also think it's like it is fun to spread that like lore, and then now he has some. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. You teach a man to fish. Exactly. I teach a guy with the ugliest jeans I've ever seen um, about the. Marching. It's hard for men. Pants are hard. I normally agree with you. Um, However, when you're wearing jeans that are so bad that I genuinely can't tell if it's a bit, Mm, okay, that's where I draw the line. It's not. It's not a like. Oh, the kids are just wearing Jenkos. It's not that kind of value judgment. It's not a judgment. It's like, are these from? No disrespect, because I am a Maxinista, but are these from TJ Maxx? (laughs) Two thousand ten. Thank you. Are these from, are these stretchy? Like is the Lycra content in these jeans high and they're also from 2008? I can't tell. Anyways. Interesting. Interesting. That's my, I, it was, it really threw me off. <clears throat> anyway, so that's my service story. I had a great time they can still be in restaurants and in the small town put on an outfit, say a mysterious thing. I mean, you're fucking golden. Oh my great. God. They're going to go crazy. That's great. Um, yeah, Grub Street did say, I don't know if you saw, they said the dinner party is over. Thank God. Because we're back to restaurants. Finally, take some fucking, you know, take a load off of us, you know? Right, exactly. Can't, the hosts. Can't be doing the full Alice in Roman every fucking, every other week over here, you know? Oh, no. I mean, first of all, it's <laughs> decimating the chicken, the heirloom chicken population in this country. <laughs> Not to mention the tin fish fucking oh my God heavens to bits. These poor fishermen out here. They're not getting overtime. <laughs> I don't know. They are not getting overtime. I watch um, Deadliest Catch sometimes. Those those men, those boys, risking it all. Um mm, risking for it all. You're fucking anchovy Pasta. Um, what's your service story? Um, this is just sort of related to the reader submission, which is like a, a bit of a longer service story, but um, this happened to me last night. Also, uh, while I was dining out, um, I was sitting at the bar and there was um like a table in the like kind of catty corner to the bar, mm-hmm. if you will. And this woman walks in and she was like, Can I take this table? <laughs> and the bartender was like, Um, yeah, how many are you gonna be? Because it's like a little bit of a larger table. She's like, Four. And the bartender was like, Oh yeah, of course. Like grab a seat. And she turns to the man who is directly behind her who just observed that whole interaction and she goes i got us a table which was like so funny truly i was like <laughs> yeah is he like deaf like why would he not know that that had happened <laughs> like <laughs> and the bartender and i were both like <laughs> okay Oh God! That is so funny. The lack of affect. I know exactly what this woman looks like. (laughs) Yes, so funny. It was very (laughs) crazy. Yeah, you Um, pulled it off. Just, um, just a funny thing to witness. Just like the funny, the funny. This, this, this beautiful tapestry we call life. You know. (laughs) and we are but humble weavers we are but humble weavers we are the we are the weavers and we are the thread yes 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 (laughs) um all right shall we we'll do a listener uh service story and then we'll go right into our beautiful topic for it this week um and i will share my screen with kelly um oh wait let's do this (laughs) <laughs> okay. okay. I know this is the zoom, zoom, uh, technology. It's, it's here. It's real. Get used to it. Um, okay. You ready, Kelly? Okay. Yes. I don't know if this person wants us to say their name, but yes, I think so. Okay. This person's name is Sarah and they work at a new restaurant in the West village in New York. Um, and so it says a few of my dear comrades in service have been heading up a new restaurant in the West village. The owners are based in LA and it's going exactly how you think it would be with micromanaging control fiend owners, three hours behind us. Shockingly not here to talk about them enough. The restaurant is a classic in a classic West village corner building, beautiful windows and light, but the whole space is small enough that you can see the entire restaurant from almost anywhere you're standing seating is tight. This means that solidly nine out of 10 people asked to be reseated. That's tough. Uh huh. Um, almost nowhere where they've been sat, they think. Wait. Almost no matter where they've been sat, they think there will somehow be a better seat available to them, even when you can see the entire restaurant is at capacity. Again, classic West Village space. Also, just the West Village is such an interesting, like, The the relationship that the West Village has to like tourists and the rest of the city and like made it's just like it's a very yeah, interesting it is stand yeah the location yes yes should be studied yeah. should be studied should be studied service on this particular night is otherwise going very smoothly a gentleman arrives at seven p.m. before the other friends in his party I put friends in quotation marks because his friends told him seven p.m. but their reservation was for nine p.m. Oh. <laughs> Listen, wow. I, wow. I run late. I would understand if you had said, like, it's, a, it's an 8.30 yeah. reservation. Right. And then I probably will show up at 8.50. Perfect mm-hmm. timing. 7 p.m. is stretching it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're nearly full, and I can't see the solo diner at a four-top while he waits two whole hours for the rest of his party. Obviously. He has a drink at the bar, a non-alcoholic glass of pink bubbles, mm-hmm. and then decides to take a walk. I mean, that's the other thing is like, you are in New York. Like, why are you, if you're too, no. yeah, like just go somewhere else? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Well, maybe he's there's no, to me. All right. go to a, I mean, at that point, go to a movie. Anyway, I know. Um, he doesn't finish the glass, but asked me to save it for when he returns. Jesus Christ. He also asked me to save his credit card because he wants to pay for his friends. We can't even seem to communicate the proper reservation time to this poor guy. I feel bad. He was perfectly nice. The rest of the party arrives around eight and asks to be seated. The restaurant is full except for two tables in the back by the bar, which we usually don't use because we're severely understaffed and run the entire restaurant with five people, bar FOH, and backup house. There's still an entire entire hour early for the reservation, and the whole restaurant is full except for that table. The woman is being snippy right off the bat. They take another walk and return at 825. A big shocker, but no tables have turned in 25 minutes, and that back table is still open. So we offer them a seat, and they're clearly annoyed that the table that had been open the entire time, that no one ever wants to sit in any way, was their only option. We get them water in one quickly, and they sit there in silence. The sniffy woman comes up to me in the middle of the restaurant, of course, while I'm seeking someone else, and tells me we can't sit there, the AC is blowing directly on me, and I'm freezing. Then this is the author saying, you know how hot it's been in New York the last few weeks. Conveniently, she approached me in the absolute center of the 100% full restaurant. And I tell her, miss, this is the entire restaurant. I mean, literally yes. true. Yeah, that's it. She goes back to her table and I send the beverage director and GM over to quell them. She orders them their food all while they complain about where they've been seated and wanting to turn the AC off on a 90 degree day. Actually, sure over my actual dead body. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then the same one says some shit I've never heard the likes of in my decade of NYC service experience. (laughs) What's wrong with you people? Why did you sit us at the apartheid table? So unfortunate to hear... I've never, I truly have never heard that in my life. No, because that's a fucking insane. That's not, no, nor why would you? Okay, sorry. Continue. Just, yes. Um, While these guests were not white, they were not black, and they were certainly not black South Africans who'd experienced actual apartheid. We all just looked at each other and sort of stared at her in silence. My beverage director simply said, what the fuck? (laughs) away from her and asked the rest of the staff if we should ask them to leave. We decided to ice them out, not take any more orders from them, and finish their service as quickly as possible. The original early guy paid and tipped 20%. We have toast and don't even have an option lower than 18. I think he was feeling deeply embarrassed at his entitled as fuck racist as hell friends. Uh, That is... Wait, read the compliment to us. Oh, okay. <laughs> thank you both so much. This podcast has gotten me through some dark days, and I always look forward to the next episode. Thanks for creating communal space to laugh and bitch about this absolutely wild industry we're in. Yay. Thank you, Sarah. Yay. Thank you, Sarah. Um Jesus fucking Christ. That is fucking crazy. Also, like in these moments, you have you, you have the ability and you've had the experience with these people to take this all together because like Some people might say, maybe it's a a cultural, maybe they're visiting from, they don't, you know what I mean? Like you could, you could maybe be like using that word in this way is very fucking weird. And, and, you know, but if they were otherwise normal, yeah, this is weird, but I, I don't know. But the fact that they've been insane for hours, it's like, okay, this is the last straw for you ultimately. Um that's just like a it's just an unbelievable collection of things like yes. one guy arriving 2 hours early drinking a non-alcoholic glass of wine that he's like please save this for me my little glass of juice I'm, I'm like what are back. you me at like fucking 12:45 p.m. when I'm like no I'm going to want this later this tiny glass of wine i'll put it in my fridge to sit that's like not a thing you do in public that's like a weird no no, no 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 home no. moment yeah sometimes when i have to get like when i'll get um one of those like 16 ounce cans yeah mm-hmm. i'll pour like some of it into a little glass yeah, for myself exactly. and i put it back in the fridge yes and you have to anyways, anyways. Obviously, the next morning I just go, "Ew," and no, I throw it away. A carafe of like a bud <laughs> heavy or whatever. Yeah, um, <laughs> so, bud heavy. That is that. <laughs> um, such a strange, but yeah, it really is. Like, what? Um, how do you end up in the mind space that like apartheid becomes like an adjective? Yeah. Um. Yeah that should be studied. Yeah, I intend to. And I intend, I to. intend to. Well, Sarah, thanks for uh, relaying this important message to us and our listeners. And thank you for listening. And um, please keep us posted if anybody else, if this is a trend that's going on in the West Village, we want to know about it. You know, is this kind of a, buzzword of the fall 2022 you know yeah give us Um, a give us a cute trend report on on the sort of micro (laughs) lengua franca of the west village fuck that (laughs) god well listeners as always we love hearing your stories and we're going to be doing our annual uh horror stories episode at the end of october so start thinking about the worst thing that's ever happened to you at your job um it doesn't have to be traumatic it can be funny and like gross and whatever y'all know yeah it could be i mean anything bad that's happened to you yeah just write it out send it in just tell Um, us just tell us and we will tell all of our listeners and (laughs) and it'll be on the internet for the rest of our lives until it's burned down somehow um Mm -hmm. could happen Mm -hmm. Okay, great. Let's segue. Naturally. Let's segue. Um, so this week, um, we are talking about <laughs> um, food and beverage disaster. Disaster. Um, which I didn't, I honestly, I learned a lot. Didn't realize uh, that there were quite so many deadly food related disasters um some of them were truly shocking (laughs) yeah i'll say that (laughs) um so um we found this list on a website um called modern farmer but it's in the font of like a new (laughs) underwear company for like 33 year olds yeah it is like um it's a serif yeah and it, it was um all lowercase and and like in that kind of like um almost like smushed vibe yeah it truly is i must if this is farmer it is a modern farmer i mean like okay yeah you know modern farmer also just does sound like um any home good any totally. like modern farmer could be so many things this is like a brightly colored cheap cookware company or something it's like what's going on but, anyways, Tyler LeBlanc, <clears throat> many years ago, wrote this incredible hey, shout out to you, Tyler LeBlanc. Tyler, I hope you're doing well Matt's all these brother. years later. Um, I hope you fucking rose to the top of Modern Farmer and uh, got yourself a new, <laughs> a new gig at like I don't know, Ancient <laughs> Hunter or something. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> Yeah, I, I really hope you're on now. You're working, for, you've, you've, you've surpassed modern farmer, and now you're on an ancient hunter. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> I'm just grabbing at words. Okay. So, um, seven strange but true food disasters. So, some of these we've heard of, um, some I have not. Obviously, we've both been intrigued by the Boston molasses flood, which is pretty well known, at least in the Northeast. Yeah. Um, um, well, kind of what brought this on was was the overturned Alfredo truck, right? Right. Yes, that. And also, didn't that just happen? Sort of like there's been a series of overturned trucks with food, with one food product smeared across. The yeah, highway. I mean, I'm sure there is like like more up your alley. Like I'm sure there because like trucking is like isn't trucking like. I read this somewhere that it's like, that's the number one job in like 28 states or something. It's the most common job because it's like, it just represents like so much of our economy. So it's like, but then it's like, you know, people have died and it's been hard to train new people because of COVID. So it's like, it does make sense. And truckers have always had yeah been overworked. It been is on particularly nice. really bad right now. You're right. So I'm sure that has something to do with the multiple. Like, here's a pickle truck that. Yeah, over. like, oh, it's tr- yeah, it's Peeps. very <laughs> whatever. cloudy with a chance of meatballs, but like in real life and sad, um, <laughs> <laughs> and sad. True. Yes. Yeah, so, in- inspired by um, one man's worst day of his life, um, probably. Um, probably i can't imagine how scary it is when an 18-wheeler turns over and then everyone's like lol like uh, don't let the italians know jump some jump some pasta on the yeah it's like this is my life is over um (laughs) anyways but the boston molasses flood um killed 21 people injured 150 And then this blurb, it says uh, the owner of the molasses company originally blamed anarchists for the collapse. But Mm -hmm. it was later discovered that the warm temperatures caused the molasses to expand, buckling the tank support system. So good idea, sir. Blaming anarchists. It's a classic for the time. Yeah. Uh, it makes a lot of sense. You say this is sabotage. You know, okay, that they're trying yeah. to ruin the fucking North End. Sort of but- a Julius and Ethel Rosenberg moment. Right. Right. But um, but obviously it's just... Um, warm temperatures. Yeah. Um, and, you know, probably just not taking care of your molasses factory in the way that... And should. I would say, like, a fundamental misunderstanding of anarchists who, like, I think would take warm temperatures as a great... Time to to take off for the day, (laughs) you know, go to the beach. They're at the beach. They're at the beach. They're down the cape. Don't worry about them. The anarchists have gone to Dennis, Massachusetts. And yeah. Yeah. For the day. Um, Um, yes. And then another molasses one that is much less famous to me in Hawaii, a pipe with molasses in it, which why? What it, who is Who's eat, who's consuming this Is it because it's like a product that's used In other like grain cereal Like what's going on I didn't know we still Were right. consuming enough molasses To warrant a fucking Pipe under the ocean Yeah Like n- almost nothing About this um, Made sense to me Like no. it was like fourteen. 100 pounds 14,000 gallons no, so, no. i don't know it's, it's it was like 14 it was like 1400 tons yeah of molasses just, and why is that in a pipe of all things anyway in hawaii i don't know like, anyway I, so it spilled in the ocean like a like an oil spill and they were like oh it'll wash away which it didn't and then it just killed all this coral reef in hawaii And they said something about like the scientific like it like what is it called oxygen like it yeah like it's it's starved it for oxygen yeah Yeah. i don't know anyways it just like some sort of you know fucking reaction that like deprived the water of oxygen and killed like untold amounts of marine life it's like what the fuck like it did (laughs) Slow as like what the fuck? I mean, a sinister condiment at this point. At this point, on a mass scale, what has caused more damage? As a a sickly sweet, yeah, substance as molasses. It really makes you think. Oh, what's that number in seventeen seventy? You like the musical seventeen seventy six? I yeah. Go ahead.
1: The the corrupt
0: bargain, you know, like what's, it's kind of, it's kind of, maybe they can do a part two. Okay. I like that. That's, you know, call up Lin-Manuel. Right. Maybe they cover this in Hamilton. I don't know. I I don't know either, but maybe when it comes to like, you know, off, 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 off (laughs) Broadway. And when we're 70, we'll see it. Um, (laughs) That sounds like a plan to me. Yeah. Um, My mom saw it in Chicago. I was like, "That sounds so hellacious to me." Uh, Oh, yeah, that sounds bad. I would never go see that show. Because, like, just going to see Hamilton, like whoever is cast in it, because I don't think it was like a touring cast. I think it was like a, I think it was like Chicago players. You know, they're probably good though. Yeah, you know what I I would? I would see Chicago people in the musical chicago well definitely over new york you know i would say well these people really know what's going on <laughs> you <They> really know <laughs> they really know i won't take a new york girlie being velma kelly i don't no, think so it's not believable to me um it's not believable to me because it's she's gonna i can i'm gonna know where she like you know, goes out. And then I'm going to say, oh, you suck. Just talking about Red Hook right now. I don't want to hear about that. <laughs> <Right>. um, <laughs> um, okay. Another one that um, I did not know about and only because it's so extreme and I found some more uh, horrifying uh, facts about it from a Wikipedia page. So don't get excited, but um, the London beer disaster. So in 1814, okay. this wooden vat filled with porter Mm -hmm. you know like burst open so enough beer ripped through a fucking neighborhood and drowned people which is like i can't even fathom that how like that's crazy and also in 1814 they had enough beer in one place to have a fucking flood i don't know all of it is weird to me i don't know why just the proportions are kind of weirding me out um, um completely agree also to say that like almost everything i read about london specifically in that time period is like that place seemed crazy I know it smelled crazy in there. (laughs) I know (laughs) it smelled crazy in there. It's like everyone had cholera at all times. Disgusting. I know. Jack the Ripper having the time of his life. (laughs) Yeah, just balling the hell out. The and the grossest country then and now it literally seems like one of the craziest like it's kind of crazy to me that it is still a city like it seems like it should have been like kind of shut down it should have been washed away by this fucking beard wave yeah never to be porter, seen again. i think is also a galling beer to drown in um it seems worse to me to drown in a porter than a, like a crisp pilsner Certainly not the way I'd want to go, but maybe better than molasses, than hot molasses. Um, Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Just, there's some details in here that are so, like, badly written by God that I just wanted to share. (laughs) Because if if somebody came to me with this in a script, I'd be like, go fuck yourself. What is this, an episode of The Crown? Okay. Um... One of the houses, a four-year-old girl, Hannah Bamfield, was having tea with her mother and another child. The wave of beer swept the mother and children into the street and they were killed. It's like a wave of beer sweeps a family having tea in London in the street and they drown in it, okay? And then in a second house, this is the sad one, more sad. Mm. A wake was being held by an Irish family for a two-year-old boy. And, like, all of the mourners drowned. That's not good. It's like... And then, but here's the good part. Everybody in the brewery survived. Oh. So, another great reason to work in restaurants and... (laughs) Yeah. Because... Everyone else will die. (laughs) You might be... Fucking ha- you might have the worst job and hate yourself in your life and be hung over and like you have a lot of problems, but at least you're not being swept away in porter. Yeah. That's the most I can say about it. That's that's one thing I can definitely say about working <laughs> in a restaurant in New York. You're not gonna get drowned in Porter, likely. Um, I would like to shout out yeah. to a man-made disaster because oh. they often are. Yes. Um the Australian antifreeze wine scandal? Yeah. Yeah. Um in 1985, um I guess they had had um like a particularly tart harvest and mm. I don't know enough about wine to really say why that is. Like I know that like temperature, like different, yeah. you know, drought conditions, temperatures. Da-da-da-da. Anyway, they had a tart harvest. Then they wanted to sweeten the wine without changing the texture of the wine. Mm. And some freaking brain genius said, "What if we use this antifreeze chemical to sweeten the wine?" But the problem is, as you might guess, you you're really not supposed to drink antifreeze. Right. right. You're really not supposed to. They do say they do tell you that. They frown on it. <laughs> although um i i know that antifreeze is sweet and as i'm sure you do lillian from again untold episodes of unsolved mysteries where people are poisoned with antifreeze babies oh. included oh god do you remember that it was right. like almost every unsolved mystery was had someone drink an antifreeze It is it felt because like. because you can't take because it's like oh it it's sweet sweet yeah yeah. like um what else is sweet isn't like arsenic sweet or something something else is kind no arsenic's bitter arsenic's bitter almonds um almonds. I'm not sure sorry I know they do at least in the U.S. like they put um antifreeze is one of those things that now they put like a, a bitter taste in it does it look now refresh my memory does it look <laughs> no problem does it look like the Ecto Cooler high C? Like it's green. Right? Um I do think that. I do think that. And my I do like I'm I'm trying, I'm thinking back on the graphics of Unsolved Mysteries, and I do feel like they gave it like a particular there was they, a particular patina to they those had a backlit beaker and like a, yeah. hand, a hand coming in, a close close-up. I um St- just the, saying that the, could be another reason why people might be drinking it because you know, it's mistaken <laughs> yeah it's sort of identity. like the tide pods it's yeah like, mm-hmm. looks cool they're glowing <laughs> um yeah that um that's bad that's bad um yeah How, would i do it if i what was do you mean, bad- would you do it what are you talking about would you do it as a winemaker Yeah. I'm not talking a winemaker. Like I'm not talking like a natural wine, like Vinter. I'm talking about like, if I'm in charge of like whatever the 1980s Australian version of like Yellowtail is. Right. And I, and it's down to the wire and I'm, you know, high as hell on cocaine. And they're like, this wine is too tart. And if we add sugar, we'll change the text. You know, would I approve the antifreeze going in the wine? I just genuinely don't understand how you arrive at antifreeze they were probably watching unsolved (laughs) mystery they said wait a second what a tick (laughs) they're like turn that up when there's all this molasses spilling everywhere you know take a spoon stick your fucking hand out the window take a spoonful it's fucking that is so true but literally why it's because of the way it it, it, the viscosity or the the like why why antifreeze over anything else it doesn't make any fucking sense to me there's obviously a reason why yeah i mean is there the rhyme or reason behind any australians any given australians actions but it's awesome wait wait it's austrian though oh it's austrian (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> same diff honestly same I same diff they're Nazis whatever exactly see this is why that's they're all why. bad I just that is fucking crazy. a fucking crazy person came up with this a fucking like retired SS officer was like wouldn't this be a laugh I mean retired yeah, I, do, I don't I don't <laughs> tired they he's on pension um (laughs) i i mean austria is like yeah i that's 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 a twist i definitely wasn't imagining maniacal australians it fits you know yeah of course i mean easy easy to imagine (laughs) (laughs) they're they're completely amoral people yeah as we've discussed on this podcast and (laughs) lost listeners because of um (laughs) Uh, but i mean they should make at this point i mean how do they recover from that one were they sending out test strips you know in the in the years after saying oh we promise here you can try it yourself it doesn't have how could you yeah that is true how do you win back the trust after you've put antifreeze in um That's a tough one. That's a tough one. Um, I mean, that's probably why, you know, was was natural wine a psyop to get people to trust? Mm. You know, I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. I'm going to go with yes. Could be. I know little did they know. Okay. It's like, okay, you had a tart harvest. All you had to do is like change you don't have to like put antifreeze in wine. Just tell people they want to drink tart wine and they'll be like, okay. These people didn't have the gift of the gab, the art of the sell. They couldn't do it. It's like Don Draper says. He's like, they don't say that because they don't know to say it yet. You know? Right. Change the-, the conversation, Austrian winemakers. <laughs> I don't think about you at all, Austrian <laughs> winemakers. <laughs> Close the door and have a seat, okay? <laughs> <sighs> um... I mean, cheers in the end of the day. <laughs> I'll drink to that. <laughs> I'll drink to that. Um, do you know about the um not on the modern farmer list? I'm sorry to say. Do you know about the um what do you call it? umbrella handle? Do you know about that? I think this did happen in Australia. No. <laughs> what what happened with the um is handle. that they were selling like prepackaged. um Shaved Parmesan, like shaved and grated Parmesan. Yeah. And then, and it was like insanely cheap. And everyone was like, you know, yucking cool. it up, sprinkling yeah. it on salads, on pastas. And you. Yeah. Yeah. And then they investigated it. <laughs> they were like, how is it so cheap? And it was like partially just like wood because yes. the cheese factory was next to an umbrella factory and they ha- they were using the same particle that they would make the handles from they were just tossing it in with the cheese and that's how they were subsidizing the cheese price okay that is bad but <laughs> yeah didn't did anybody notice flavor wise or tech- is is ingesting wood I mean, I think it's one of those things that it's kind of like, um, like if you're in a siege situation, it's okay. (sighs) But if it's not like a kind of a wartime. Yeah. I don't know if wood is the way to, way to go. Well, it's not the way to go. Yeah. I mean, I guess, you know, transparency, consumer, whatever, but, uh, (laughs) Yeah, it's, just, just, it's all about the label <laughs> antifreeze wood just let people know no that is crazy and I think um I mean basically the same level of disgustingness is in our food now but it's just not wood I'd rather natural wood than whatever other bullshit is in today's modern shelf stable that is true can of cheese, quote cheese Right, that is true. Like, would I rather wood particles or, like, high fructose corn syrup? Would you rather wood... (laughs) I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Red leather, yellow leather. (laughs) (laughs) Tart harvest is also true. I was impressed that you went through that. Tart harvest. Tart harvest? I mean, that's what I'm saying. You could sell tart harvest? I mean, you get get a tote bag? (sighs) I mean... New merch idea for us. (laughs) New merch idea for these Austrian winemakers. Tart harvest. (laughs) I'm gonna start. I wonder how you say. I mean, I wonder too. It's like maybe it's one of those things that, like, in Austrian, it sounds horrible. Do we think Tyler, that's his name, right? Took maybe some creative liberties with what was described. Maybe he came up with tart harvest. Mm, Or they? I'm not sure. Tyler or they? they. She they Um, of the day. Tyler. 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 <laughs> um anyways just throwing that I want to give Tyler credit where Tyler's credit is due. Right. Maybe he came up with tart harvest. Yeah. Anyways. So yeah, we'll tart harvest is is the Hershey's bar in his pocket. Exactly. Exactly. You know. What? No, I'm not going to tell that story. Okay. Okay. Um <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay, making a choice here. Um well, Tyler, thank you for all of your hard work in 2014 and um, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. For your work at ancient Farmer. the halicon days of the Obama years. Um, it was a wild ride back then. Um. Well, do we have any other announcements? I don't think so. Um no. <laughs> ring, subscribe I don't know. We want to give you guys something new. I don't know. Do you guys Yeah, if something? you have any I don't know that you're like, I'm dying to hear the girls talk about this. It doesn't even have to be like food related necessarily. Like if you just, I don't know, like right. if you want us to talk about like a case of mistaken identity or something. Oh especially for the Patreon. We'll do fucking right, over exactly. there. Um, I don't know. Do you guys want like baseball hats? I don't know. What do you all want? Oh do yeah. Baseball. Something? Hats. Also, if you know someone who does like embroidery for, I don't know. We need to get a source if we are going to do that. But, um, if you happen to be a baseball hat, uh, small batch manufacturer, please let us <laughs> know. Thank you. Um, please let us know. But, um, yeah, we love y'all and, uh, thank you for listening. And, uh, we hope you have a great day and week and life mhm bye bye